Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Man, I had this word kind of like rolling around a little while ago, and I sat on it, and I really felt like today I need to share this with you tonight. I want you, I, I talked a little bit about vision, victory, and values a couple of months ago, and I want to come back because I want you to understand that the, I got some stuff for you, okay? Some of this stuff is recap, but a lot of it's just really fresh stuff. I want to revisit this. When you have the right vision, you will have the right values, and when you have the right values, you will find victory. That is what you need to understand. When you have the right vision, when you're seeing clear, you will have the right values, amen? When you have the right values, Come on, right? You got the right, so you got the right, I'm seeing clearly. I'm seeing what needs to be seen, right? So you see clear, and then after you see clear, you produce the right values, one after the other, value one, value two, value three, value four, boom. And then the last thing is you see what? You tap into victory, glory to God, amen? It's one thing right after the other. I got the vision, come on, I've produced the values because of vision, and then I walk in victory. So here's what I want you to do. Understanding that the unknown seasons of life are always seem to be the hardest to navigate through, okay? Because life, life starts becoming beyond our own control, and that's not easy because, man, I like to just know what's going on. And when life gets beyond our control, we sometimes slip back and revert to um, losing the sense of vision. Um, Vision seems to be easy to maintain, contain, and walk in when vision is clear. Once vision starts getting a little like wonky and, and you can't really like stay consistent in it, you really start slipping in those areas and it gets dangerous because now you really lose your navigation. That's usually when you get um, sidetracked and you get you get a little despondent because it's things, the unknown season of life has now collided against vision and it's hard for you to see clearly, okay? Now, that, let me explain that, right? It's kind of like a setback. Anything in life you feel like you got a setback, setback sometimes make you take a step back, you know? You see, oh man, I don't have that same, you know, it's like a plateau. It's like kind of like even working out or doing something, you know? Like you ever go on a diet and like, you know, you diet, ooh, in the first couple of days, man, the weight's just dropping, right? And then all of a sudden, your body's like, oh, I get what's up. And then you plateau. And when you've seen the scale moving, you had all this vision in the world. When you've seen the change in your body, and now all of a sudden you hit this plateau, and now it's hard to see because nothing's changing in the natural. And you start asking yourself, man, am what I'm doing spiritually really working in my life? It is. But a lot of times why that happens is, there's unknown seasons or unknown things kind of come into our moment and take, um, take our focus and break the ability for us to walk in the, 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 um, the values and the statues, the, the statutes that we've produced from the word of God. And that's true. It really does. Doesn't mean you compromise. Doesn't mean you sin. You just don't have that pep in your step to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Because sometimes life starts reducing seasons that are out of your control. When life's out of your control, man, I'm gonna tell you what, you gotta be careful because it ain't easy, okay? So what do you gotta do? You have to have hope, okay? And hope is huge because hope 
is an optimistic state of the mind that is based on an expectation of positive outcomes. Okay? Now, I'm going to say that again, right? You have to have, you have, to have hope, okay, that what you're doing. Now, hope is important. It's a force. The hope, faith, and hope work together. You know, that's Hebrews 11.1. 1. You can go there in the King James. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Hope is an optimistic state of mind. We're going to read Hebrews 11.1, 1, but look. Hope is an optimistic state of mind that is based on expectation of positive outcomes. Y'all know this. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is what? It is the substance. Faith is the substance. Okay? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. So once you get things hoped for, see it? Hope, expectation, hoping. Once you get things hoped for, what happens is faith is the substance. What happens if you don't have no hope? Faith cannot produce the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. So faith needs hope to materialize. Faith cannot materialize if you do not have confident expectation. So faith's power to materialize the things hoped for can only be if hope is there. Hope comes from the word of God. It's an optimistic state of mind that is based on an expectation of positive outcomes with respect to events and circumstances in one's life, right? It's a definition includes to expect with confidence to cherish a desire with anticipation. And this is my formal definition of hope. It is confident expectation with joyful anticipation. That's what hope is, okay? Did you get that? What is hope? Confident expectation with joyful anticipation. The moment you have confident expectation, woohoo, you are on fire. Come on. Isn't it? Wow. I love this. Man, this is good stuff, bro. I just got, I just get notes as I'm doing this. You know what I mean? I'm like, stuff's coming to me and I'm like, I'm trying to grab it all. So I can't be doing two things at once. Praise the Lord. I got to pay attention, right? I can do 10 things at once, but I was thinking, man, this thing's rich. The only thing we're in control of is the things we hope for. That's powerful, man. I never thought of that thought. The only thing you're in control of are the things you hope for. So if you don't produce hope, you're not in control of anything. Because this saying, man, life's bringing stuff at you, man. Right? And now you're like, well, what am I in control of? None of that stuff until I find hope. Once I find hope, hope comes from the word of God. So once hope is formed from the word of God, now I'm in control of the situation that I was out of control of. Man, it's so good, right? Just check this out. I'm seeing this as I'm getting it. This is just good. All right? Okay, so right now, you got you get a bad doctor's report, right? You're like, I'm out of control of this, dude. Like, they're like, are oh, you jacked up? Man, whoa, boom, right? Life would knock the wind out of you, right? You'd be like, dang, what's up, right? Boom. I'm out of control of that report, but I'm not taking it. Watch this. By hope comes from the word. By his stripes, I am healed. Once that comes, hope comes. Now I'm controlling my situation in life. I go, faith, grab it. 
I don't care what they said now. Faith is taking me to a different destination than the doctor's report. You broke, right? Something's going on, man. I need some money problem. By his stripes, I got healed. But what? He became poor so I could become rich. Grab it. Broke ain't going to get me no more. Poverty can't get me no more. If I grab wealth from the word of God, if I hang on to it, I'm in control of my future. My future is not in control of me. You see it? Man, the only thing I'm in control of is how I respond to the word of God. If I do not respond to the word of God in faith, I got problems, man. And, I, and I'm telling you now, Jesus can't fix them. But faith in the word of God can fix all the problems and situations and circumstances of life. So, man, here's my big thing. How in the world do I stay positive in this world that constantly keeps throwing things at me? Man, you got to get some vision, man. You got to get some clear vision from the word of God. Create an opportunity for vision to constantly be before your eyes. And I'm not just talking about sight. I'm talking about the word of God. Without vision, you have no direction. You know this, right? Without vision, people cast off constraint. You know, I use that scripture in Proverbs all the time, right? But here's what I'm trying to get you to see. Vision is producing sight, but vision is producing direction. Without vision, you don't have direction. Where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. But blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. That's big. Okay? Where there is no vision, remember when I talked about this? People cast off restraint. They don't care about nothing. I don't care what time I'm going to get up. What do you mean you don't care what time you're going to get up? Vision tells you what time to get up. Vision tells you what time to go to bed. How many times I tell you this? Vision tells you, I can't hang out with those people. You better stop hanging out with those people. You understand? So this is how it goes, right? Vision produces uh, guardrails to success. Vision produces the right imagination of the mind. Vision shifts the sight of your direction of life. Vision shapes the direction in which way you're going. Vision allows you to only say what you're supposed to say. Vision has a voice, but if you're not careful, it will grow dull and quiet inside of you and you will abandon it if you do not keep yourself conscious of vision. Powerful. So what happens is vision does this. Now I'm gonna give you four things vision kind of works with and does, okay? Mark Twain said something so good. He said, you cannot depend on your eyes. He said, you cannot depend on your eyes when your imagination is out of focus. I like that thought. I'm not big on quotes, but I thought that was a cool one. You know, I don't go looking for them. Sometimes they find me. You cannot depend on your eyes when your imagination is out of focus. Ooh, that's so good, ain't it? Ah, I like it. Come on, right? What is, now watch this, right? Vision is vision, let me say it like this, vision, and write these down, vision, and somebody type these in the thing so people can get these. Vision produces the elimination of distractions. That's big, man. That's huge. When I got vision, I'm not distracted. This is why people comparing themselves don't have focus. I compare myself with no one. But me, I fight this guy every day in the mirror. I have told you what, if I've, if I've gotten good at 
something. And I'm not saying I'm good at it. Just I'm trying to help you. I don't compare myself to nobody, bro. It's a waste of time. Every day I get up, I try to crush that dude in the mirror. Everything I do, it's about making that guy better. That guy's got to be a better at it. That guy's got, I don't know what anybody else is doing. I don't critique anybody. I got pastor friends, man, they are so jealous of other guys. I mean, I kid around sometimes. Like I ride by some, I rode by Jensen's buildings. I was like, my God in heaven, this guy's got like six of these things. God, how about give me one? You know what I mean? I play around, but I do not allow myself to go there. I don't allow distraction to enter in my life like those things. Don't allow because vision is very clear. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know who I am. You know what? They say, Pastor Chris, oh, why don't, I don't know if we have 5,000 people, 50,000 people, or 50 people. I could care less. I just want to fulfill my assignment. Vision has made me eliminate so much distraction in life because I'm not trying to do anything but what I'm called to do, man. You have to get clear vision to eliminate the distraction. Are you distracted? Are you easily distracted? Do you get sidetracked? Do you lose momentum? Do you have these things? Is it hard for you to get there? Come on, man. Is it hard for you to get motivated? You have to get clear vision. It will eliminate the distraction. Here's a big one, right? Remember this. Vision will eliminate wrong images. It will eliminate the distraction. It will eliminate the wrong images. The state or quality of having or producing clear vision is basically the visual definition of allowing your life to come into focus. That's what you're doing. By vision, my life is coming into focus. And when you focus, you ever, you ever go use binoculars? You know, like you ever, ever like put binoculars on? You ever have somebody give you a pair of binoculars and you're like, man, these things ain't oh, it's blurry. Like, what is it? And you tune them in and you're like, okay, you roll them and you tune them in. And then you're like, okay, I can see that. Ooh, crystal clear, man. I see so much further ahead. I'm so focused. But as when you turn, it gets blurry. If you tried to walk like that, you'd be messed up. But when I, oh, I turn it, now I got focus. Focus eliminates wrong images. Okay? Vision, here's a big one. A vis vision allows my daily goals to become reachable. That's big. That's big, man. I cannot achieve my daily goals. It's not because you're not disciplined. It's not because you're lazy. It's not because you're messed up. It's not because of anything. You want to know why you're not reaching your daily goals? you got to clear your vision up. Vision will make you allow you to do that. It will basically be, vision will allow your daily goals to be the center of your interest, your activity, and your attention. I'm going to say that again. Vision will allow, when you got clear vision, right, your daily goals will be the center of your interest, the center of your activity, the center of your attraction, and the center of your attention. I added that in there, attraction. Did you get that? So you get a, you got vision, man. I got to get this done today, right? Like, you know, some of you got them goals, like, I got to do this today. I got to do that today. I don't know what you got to do, but you, you know what I'm saying. You got to do it. You know, you feel like, I got to get that done today, you know? And if you don't feel like that's true, you know what I'm saying, right? You got to go, okay, so vision allows my daily goals to come ritual. And you said, well, vision, um, vision is found in the imagination, but focus is found in the mind. Vision, and that's Isaiah 26.3. And that King James is great. Vision is in the imagination, 
but focus is found in the mind. That's a powerful statement, man. Vision is in the imagination. So when you got it in your imagination, you create internally, but focus is found in the mind. Isaiah 26.3, man, what a word. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Man, is that not good? Is that not good, right? Now we're going to go to Philippians 4. Now y'all know 4.4, 4, man. Philippians 4.4, 4. King James is fantastic, right? But I put it in, I think, um, let me see this. I, I flipped it a little bit because in Philippians 4 and 4, I think I went into passion because I like the way it read a little better. You know, it says, yeah, 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 I think I did. Hang on a minute. Let me find that because I, I, ch I changed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put it into passion, 4 and 4 into passion because Philippians 4, 4, passion. Man, I, I like to kind of say it, it read a little clearer for me, you know? Ooh, come on. I promise you. I promise you it's true. Come on, somebody. Come on. Be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Man, I don't know about you, but I ain't doing that sometimes, man. Are you doing that? Grant's not in his head. Yes, he does it every day. Come on. Be cheerful with joyful. I can't even read. Be cheerful. No, man, we're both like, dang, I don't do that every day. I'm grumpy some days. Not grumpy in a bad way, but some days, I mean, I'm not cheerful about some of these seasons. You know, we just got out of that storm. I was not cheerful about that mess. I was like, I can't stand this. Especially when I was sloshing through the water, wearing me out, man. I know people got a lot of problems when, you know, I've seen all this devastation, all these people hurting. It's like, man, this stinks. People in the church so affected, makes you want to cry, you know? And you're like, man, you feel bad. Like, oh, yeah, be cheerful and joyful in every season of life. <sighs> okay. So I'm learning, like everybody else. Let joy overflow. For you are united with the anointed one. But let gentleness be seen in every relationship. For the Lord is near. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Now see, here you go, right? Direction. Didn't we say vision will give you clear direction? Yes, we did. So is direction based on, oh, you know, being led of the Lord is having clear vision. And I'm going to show you where this starts. Clarity begins with the word of God that's known. See, that's where people don't get. Uh, I hear the Bible, but I'm not going to do it. You're messing yourself up because the Bible produces the vision. When you absorb the vision from the word of God, you produce direction. When you, when, you, when you relinquish the word of God, you relinquish the direction. Man, dangerous. Then you don't even want to get into the stuff I don't know. You ain't even doing the stuff you do know. <laughs> it's tough. Let gentleness be seen in every relationship. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. Man, is that not good stuff? Is that not good stuff or what? Man, so now what do I got to do? I got to train myself to focus on the good things, right? Didn't he tell you that? Folk, think on these things, brethren. Oh, the good, the just, the pure, the lovely, right? That's verse 8, right? Want to see verse 8? Look at verse 8. Look, so what? So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all 
that is authentic, real, honorable, admirable, beautiful, respectful, pure, holy, merciful, and what? Kind. And fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. Good stuff, ain't it? Okay, here we go. So challenging situations and obstacles and circumstances are part of life. But when you face one, stop focusing on it and focus on the good thing, no matter how small or seemingly insignificant they may seem. If you look for it, you could always call, you could always find, like, you know, we use that, so we could always find the silver lining in every cloud. Even if it's not immediately obvious, you could find what we've been looking for? Hidden treasure in the darkness. You know what I'm saying, man? This is a valley, man. Don't worry, there's five smooth stones waiting to take out your Goliath. Man, this is a valley, bro. Don't worry about it. There's a mountaintop waiting for you. Man, this is a valley. This stinks. Don't worry. There's a promised land waiting on the other side. Man, this is darkness all around. Don't worry. There's a hidden miracle in this day. Man, it's so dark out there I can't see. Remember this. God is always hidden the miraculous and the ridiculous. Come on, man. This thing all pulls together. You're like, man, it's going to be all right. How about you start becoming like a baller and just roll back and go, I got this. I don't care what's coming at me. I'm coming at it. I don't care what's walking my way. I'm taking it out. Right? So this is what I want you to learn how to do. This is big. I want you to, you got to understand something. So let's just say we have 24 hours a day. Okay? So let's just say, you know, you sleep, all that stuff. Let's just say we took the day and we took it hour by hour and we created vision blocks. Right? So let's just say, you know, you sleep eight hours a day, six hours a day, whatever it is, right? Life is life. So let's just say, let's just say you, you start, let's just say you, the day starts at seven. Let's just say from seven to 10, whatever, we just knock it out, right? Seven o'clock, man, that hour, boom, I'm knocking down seven, eight, they're blocks. They're like, like my phone, let's my, let my phone be like a block. Seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, they're blocks. What are you doing? With the block. You're going to notice you wasted a lot of blocks. Seven to eight, I didn't do jack. I didn't think right. I didn't talk right. Put the next block, eight to nine, nine to 10, 11 to 12. Live your life in increments that are bite. Go to a half hour if you got it. I don't care what you got to do. Am I, am I allowing my focus blocks and have I created a culture that I want to live in? Why? Because you're going to... You're going to have to have positive thoughts. You're going to have to have positive words. You're going to have to have positive actions. Man, I'm telling you right here now, words, man, they're big. If you got, you got to start valuing what you hear. You got to start valuing these hours. I got to start, man, I ain't listening to that nonsense. You know, the kids the other day were listening to something. It was garbage, man. It was utter garbage. This is just total stupidity, you know? These people are absolutely stupid they're listening to. And I was like, that is just, it wasn't bad. It wasn't cussing. It's just dumb. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, and then like you watch these, you ever watch this YouTube stuff? You see it, right? They're burning stuff and blowing stuff. It's funny after a while, but two hours of this junk, you don't need this nonsense. We're wasting time. Stop value. You got to start valuing what you hear, man. And stop devaluing stuff. I'm not saying you can't have fun. I like to have fun all day long. I goof off. But you ever just, you ever just get like Instagram trap? You know, you sit there like spinning the thing and spinning the thing and spinning the thing and spinning the thing and spinning the thing. And next thing you know, you wake up 45 minutes later from spinning the thing. 
Where did the 45 minutes go? You lost the currency of time because you lost your focus. Some people can't live without this thing. I don't have a problem with it. I'm going to use it, but I get caught in it too. You know, I'm watching reels and I'm watching football reels and I'm jerking around and I'm doing stuff. I'm liking what I want. I like fishing. You know, I'm watching fishing. I'm watching this stuff. You know, I'm like, oh, look at this. Right. And then you get sucked into this vortex. And next thing you know, you wake up an hour later, you waste an hour of your life. It's not that I don't want to, I handle entertainment well, guys. What I'm trying to get you to see, do you see the lack of focus? You see how much we live with a lack of focus? Well, what's the big deal? What I hear? It's going in your heart. Well, what's, the, what's, what's, what's that got to do with it? Well, add the abundance of the heart, let the mouth speak. Everything that comes in the ear and the eye is eventually going to get in your heart. And you don't want to have to filter nonsense. You want to have focus. So you can't just focus an hour a day and then let the next 18 hours go crazy. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I, I tell people this that are trying to renew their mind. It's got a process that's going to take time. And if you've been daydreaming for 20 hours a day for the last 20 years of your life, how in the heaven you think you're just going to flip the switch and just allow this to go back over? I got news for you. That ain't going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. Amen? That's what I told Lauren. Renew your mind, and you'll do great exploits. Hallelujah. She said amen. Grant said the same thing. They all say the same thing. Why? Because you got to renew your mind. I told Pastor Liz she needs to renew her mind and how much she loves me. Value what you say. It's the truth. Value what you say. That's because they're walking around here. I got to play around. Value what you say. Why? Because if you ain't valuing your words, what you hear and what you say, you're not, you're going to be, you're not going to stay focused. Positive words are the key. You got, and here's a big one. You better start leaving toxic people behind. That's a big one, man. Watch your words, but you got to leave some people behind because some of these people are not allowing you to create the culture you want to live in because every time they come into your environment, they destroy the culture you created. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, you ever do this? You ever get around people don't talk right? And then you get around them and you almost start, if you're not carefully guarding, you'll start yielding to, you ever get around complainers? And then you'll start complaining. You ever get about people worrying? You'll come out worrying. You ever talk to somebody that's been freaking out and worrying? How about this one? You ever do this? You ever have somebody so mad about somebody? Like, I'm so mad right now. I'm mad at Mary. My God, Mary. Mary's so bad. Mary, Mary. And then you're like, oh, Mary's bad. You don't even know Mary. You're like, yeah, Mary's bad. Who, who's Mary? 20 minutes in the conversation, you think Mary's the Antichrist, and then you, you don't even know who Mary is because this, this, these people are just revved up, and now their, their argument and their mindset and their, their attitude and their, their carrying something has now got on you and made you like them. That is why when people, if you are hanging around with a bunch of people that are offended, you probably are offended. Man, did I say that? If you're hanging around a bunch of people that have a certain kind of toxic behavior, you probably like them. Because people travel in packs, man. Your words create your life. They create the culture you live in. And I'm going to tell you now, man, how do you break this this is a big one, too. I never really understood this, but I started adding this to this focus thing, and it's helped me. Practicing gratitude has been shown to basically, this is clinically, re reduce stress, improve self-esteem, create a resilience in difficult times. Think, think of people, moments, things that bring kind of comfort or happiness and try to express gratitude all throughout your day. 
Gratitude, man. Every day, everywhere, everyone, every time. Practice gratitude. Why? Because gratitude is an environmental change to allow focus to literally be clear. I don't know how. I'm, I, don't, I can't explain it. I think it's a law and a principle I don't understand. But like, you know, it's like, you mean, you know, we just left that storm last, you know, right? Storm. Everybody's talking about the storm. You know, right? And you know, you're like, now we're like, even in the midst of it, I was like, praise God, God's good. Thank you, Jesus. And I was kidding around about, it could have been worse. Could have been a whole lot worse. I was saying it too. I'm saying it to this day. I know I was joking last week, but could have been worse. Could have been worse. Come on, somebody, right? Gratefulness, gratitude. Thank you, God. You want to thank you, God? That thank God, you know what? It might have got flooded, but thank God it'll dry out. Thank God I can fix it. Thank God we're gonna get insurance. Thank God, you know, people have been through some stuff. They lost cars, they got better cars. I told you that was story Sunday, right? Man, I told I'll tell you the story for the Wednesday night people. I went on that cruise and we got stuck out in the ocean. We couldn't come back. Man, I get back and you couldn't get home because you couldn't go back there. And um, I'm laughing probably right now online. And it was the never ending cruise. And they're like, oh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. I never tell you that. I get, I get, number one, I called them and I said, look, man, am I going to be able to go on this thing? Because I want, I can refund this thing now. I don't want to be in some mess. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to be good. We're going to be good. I was like, yeah, all right, watch this. Just had a feeling, you know? And I called and they're like, yeah, you can do this. So I get there. And while we're getting ready to get on, my Eastern Caribbean cruise just became a Western Caribbean cruise. I said, here we go. Already now this thing's reverting me a different direction. And people freaking out, you know, you had excursions and you had stuff and they all, you could hear the hush come through the, oh, you know, the whole place. Here we go. And then we got on there and it was great. I'm not going to knock it, but we couldn't get back. So they tried, they, they're gunning it to get you home. They're like, we got to rush to get home. I'm like, all right, we get home. Man, halfway there, bro. We can't get back. All right, whatever. So we stood out there an extra three days. Great. You know, but there's still stuff on your mind. How's it going on? So I get back, man. And, uh. I go back to the place, you know, it was one of those, like, you ever see those metal buildings and almost looks like, a, a, almost looks like a, a military container, you know, they were like, it was metal, it was, it was a real building, man, it had concrete and everything, it was a metal building like this, like a half circle, you know, and you're walking through glass doors and you walk through, this air conditioning, it was crazy, it was a building, I'm not kidding you, I left, there was a building, it looked like an igloo, I came back, bro, the building was gone. I said, you got to be kidding me. Every car in the place was destroyed, pretty much. I said, this should be good. I turned the corner. I was like, here we go. And I'm looking at this thing, and I'm like, oh, my God, this car is destroyed. So it's tough. You know, you go, oh, my God, that happened in one storm. And I was like, all right, not this one. So I said, okay, what are you going to do? Let's go. Could have been worse. Man, you know, I got three times the better vehicle, and I didn't have to pay for it. Come on, somebody. My inconvenience was an upgrade. Now, if I would have lost it with my attitude, and I, I kid around, I play with some of this stuff. To, I, don't, I don't lose it. Like even here, I came here, I was washing through the water. Praise God. Glory be to God. I play around with you, you know, lighten the atmosphere because it's hard for some of these people. Some of these people are really heavy. You know what I mean? But I, I went in here, I was like, Jesus, thank you. You're so good, man. Thank you. You're so good to the people. Thank you. No one really got hurt. Man, there's like people missing, man. They can't even find these people. 
I'm like, you know, we, we know where everybody is. Everybody's safe. Everybody's healthy. You were true to your word. You did what you said. You protected the buildings. You protected the vehicle. You did all sorts. Like, what happened that time? I don't know, but the devil had to pay back seven times. That joker, I got three and a half times more than I had. I'll beat him down next time for four. I'll get four more percent out of him. You know what I'm saying? I was laughing. I was like, but God is good, man. Look at the inconvenience. But we got upgraded. We got a better life. We got something better. And you want to know what I realized? And I want you to remember this. Even that temporal moment that lasted for a minute, I had that car for years. That's what I want you to think about. It was a week of inconvenience. It might be a month of inconvenience. It might be three months of inconvenience. But guess what? Some of these guys right now, you know what they're doing? They're upgrading their house. They're going to they put that steam shower in they wanted to have. They're going to put a jacuzzi tub in there. Somebody's getting ready to knock down a wall and make my room more spacious. Come on, somebody. You're going to have that house the rest of your life the way you want it. Renovation. Come on, you know what I'm saying? And you're going to have that. I have thought about that the other day. I said, man, that week of craziness, 10 days of wild, wacky. I had that car for five, six more years got more for that car than I would have got for the other car when I went to go trade it in, upgraded from that vehicle to a better vehicle. Guess what? It was an inconvenience, but God was still there. God was with me. But where's your focus at? If your focus only can see the bad, you're not going to find gratitude in the good. You're not going to do it, man. You're just not going to do it. I want you to know, and I want you to be encouraged. It's not always easy to keep your focus. It's not always easy to keep your faith. It's not always easy to do this stuff. Challenging, I'm going to read this again and I'm going to go. Challenging situations and obstacles are, are a part of life. When you're faced with one, focus on good things, no matter how small they may seem. I want you to know, even though it looks like it's insignificant and it might not look like it's big, you can always find a good thing, even in a bad situation. And it is what? Even though it is not immediately obvious, it's there. Amen. There's always some place for, for you to find treasure in the darkness. Come on. Remember what I teach on Sunday, right? In the valley of hope, can you find the gateway? Come on, man. What in the valley of, it was really in the valley of trouble. Can you find the gateway of hope? Come on. If you're in the valley of trouble today, can you find the gateway of hope to change your life forever? Come on. Let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you for each and every person at the sound of my voice. I thank you, Lord. Not only did they hear me, they hear you. I thank you, Lord, you're leading them, you're guiding them, you're helping them. You're taking their life from where it is to where it needs to be. You're moving supernaturally in their midst. You're doing the miraculous. You're doing exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ask or think, and you're doing it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. And we give you all the honor. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray, and everybody said amen and amen. Well, praise the Lord. Guys, don't forget, stay Stay online. Don't go nowhere. We're not done. We got relevant news coming up, but I want you to get excited. Man, Palm Coast has been awesome. We launched the Palm Coast campus. Now, listen, here is the locations and service times for all of our campuses. Nine o'clock right here, Relevant Church, 920 Bevel Road. Come to the nine o'clock service or watch online. Then, of course, you know, we're here 1030 right here live, 920 Bevel Road. Amen. Watch online. It's all online. That's our online experience. But if you're in the Palm Coast area, man, we see some people from Jacksonville. We see some people coming, man. It's awesome, man. If you are in the Palm Coast area, we are meeting at the Palm Coast Community Center, 1145 
every Sunday morning. That's right. And I'm coming to you this Sunday. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I, the relevant guys here are sharing me so I can be up there with you guys. I love every minute of it. Come join us at Relevant Church Palm Coast, Palm Coast Parkway. I don't know. It's something 305, something another Palm Coast Parkway. I don't know. Google it, man. I just talk in the series. she tell you where to go. Come on. See me 1145 on Sunday in Palm Coast, 9 and 1030 right here in Daytona Beach. Don't forget, we got together meeting this weekend right now, right? Together meeting is this weekend. I'm almost positive, right? Sunday night at, I think it's six. Is it five? Five. I think it's five. Five or six, whatever. They'll put it up there. Go on Relevant News. They're going to tell you on Relevant News right now. When you see it, you're going to know. But go to together. All you ladies get together. Have a great time. Know that I love you guys, and I'm going to see you soon. I'll see you Sunday morning, 9, 1030 here in Daytona Beach or 1145 in Palm Coast, Florida. We love you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.